0: following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees
1: Headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT
2: cast,
0: Scrum and
2: Stank! Bang, bang, what is up you guys? Welcome to our first bonus show of the PWT cast. My name is Scrum.
3: And this is Stank.
2: Stank, how the F are you my
3: guy? Oh. I've had quite
2: a day today. you were you're briefly telling me uh, about your day, and uh, why don't you just go ahead and tell the full story? Because I know it's it, it's often better to get like uh, my first reaction to it. So let let's hear about your day.
3: So last night, my brother called me up and my little brother Chris, and he was like, "Hey, uh, are you feeling okay?" And he he was just sounding like really rough on the phone. And I said, "Yeah, I'm feeling fine." Why? And he goes, "Oh, my." my stomach hurts and uh, like, I, I don't want to get too gross, but he said he, he felt like he had to go to the bathroom, but he couldn't. And it was just like pressure was just building up in his stomach. And he was just starting to panic a little bit. And then uh, from his description, it sounded to me like what happened to me when my appendix ruptured. So I said, oh, that could, you could have appendicitis. You, you might want to go to the hospital. And, you know, since, Time in memoriam, all of us stankin' boys hate going to the hospital. We'll put it off until literally we're on death's door. So he's like, let me ride it out tonight, and if I feel bad when I wake up in the morning, then we'll go. So I knew it was bad that he was saying, I'll accept some help tomorrow. So I said, okay, and I tell him, you know, hey, both our phones are on, we got loud alarms, so if you call us, we'll get you. So he makes it through the night, and I call him to check on him. And he just sounds like death. He's barely talking. He's like, I think, I think we need to go to the doctor. I said, okay, I'll get ready. He goes, no, no. Let me walk my dog first. And let me take a shower and I'll get ready. And then give me like an hour and come get me. So I call him an hour later and there's like uh, fear in his voice. He's like, He's like, you got to come get me. I'm like, all right. So we get him. We drive down to the local hospital. Now – Mind you, we're in the middle of a quarantine, right? Everyone's nervous. Everyone's nervous to go to Walmart and Jewel, much less, you know, the hospital. And Elgin just uh, they opened up another hospital to house coronavirus victims. So, I, of course, everyone on the Facebook groups are like, oh, great, here we go. So I go in there, and it's almost like, pre-Walking Dead. Everyone's got masks on. There's like a station where we had to go and they had like a machine that they put on our forehead and behind our ears to screen us for symptoms. And, uh, you know, my brother's walking in and he's looking like death. So like there's a couple people in there looking at him like, what's wrong with this guy? But uh, we both got screened and then he went up to give his information and then um, they, they took him real quick. So I said, I'll, I'll wait in the waiting room and I'll just, you know, see what's going on. So I'm sitting in this emergency room, waiting room, and then one guy's pacing around. He's got a mask on. A doctor comes down. He's arguing about his wife. I, I'm assuming it's his wife, it's some lady that's really close to him, and she doesn't want to take any medicines for some reason, and he's freaking out. And the doctor's like, there's nothing I can do, but I can't release her. She's too sick. And I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) What's going on? And then then a lady walks in just looking sweaty. She's carrying her toddler. And she's coughing and like, oh, she looks miserable, right? She looks like a a next commercial. (laughs) (laughs) She goes up to the desk and she goes, "Uh, I think – my daughter and I might have something. And they're like, you can see like the three nurses were like, what their eyes get real big. And she goes, we've been coughing and sneezing all week. And, uh, we got sore throats. And, uh, this morning we both had a fever of 104. I'm like, Oh my God, are you just reading a symptom sheet right now in front of me? Holy crap. But the funny thing is she sets her brand new cup of Starbucks down. So she had time to get Starbucks.
2: Fantastic. Of course.
3: So now I'm like, oh, like I'm sitting in a corner. I picked like the farthest corner I could see in the waiting room. And I'm like, this is the safest. So I'm kind of eyeballing her, but I'm trying not to be mean. Because like, if you're sick, you go to the hospital, right? So she sits down and I think the nurses are concerned because I could see them chattering. And then they're they're going back to talk to someone. Meantime, this other lady comes in. Now she's probably early 50s. Uh, you know, she's wearing like a a winter coat and like some gray sweatpants and she's just looking beat up and she's walking gingerly screener. She sits down. Oh, she's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. And she goes in there and then from the bathroom, through the walls, into the corner of the waiting room where I'm sitting safely, obviously, I hear her sobbing and like openly weeping. She's going, oh, (laughs) And I'm like, oh my God. And like, I know I'm not the only one that can hear this. And I'm kind of looking, and the nurses aren't doing anything. Anyway, she comes out and very clearly has peed herself. Just oh. like the entire entire back of her sweats are just like a big circle of pee. Like, wow, a lot of pee. Jesus. And so she sees that I noticed, and she goes, it's okay. I just got my pants wet. I'm like, yeah, right, lady. And then she sits down in this chair, just peeing all. I'm like, wow. And then she gets up and she starts walking around. And I'm trying to like get the nurses like in like line of sight. And I have bad eyes, and they're Asian, so I can't see if they're looking at me. I'm trying to, you know, I'm Asian, I can say that, but I, mean, I can't tell if they see me, like with my eyes pleading with them, hey. Then she goes to sit in another chair and they're like, No, 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 go sit back in the chair you were in. And she's like, No, I'm gonna sit here. So she sits down and I'm looking at this chair that she was in, and it's it literally looks like you fucking laid a mop on it. Like you're like, oh. I'm gonna come back to the mop. It's just sopping wet, stuff's running off of it. I'm like, oh geez, lady. So she gets up and she goes to give her information. And uh um, I get I don't wanna get I don't wanna get gross. She was describing things going on with her. <laughs> and then I sneak up to the nurses like hey I don't know if you know this but there's like urine all, everywhere And they're, like we saw blah 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 so um, she goes in to get checked and immediately like a hazmat lady comes out with like a suit some gear and she's got like hot boiling bleach water and they're like which she was she sitting in I remembered and then the lady's like I'm just gonna clean the whole thing so they're scrubbing all the chairs and she's like I was like you might want to check that bathroom too I don't know what happened in there so I messaged Ryan, and you know Ryan was cool. He, he understood that I had to like, I was working from home, and I had to leave and get my brother. And I was like, on a scale of one to ten, how screwed am I? He's like, you're so screwed. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not feeling any symptoms right now, but it was buck wild in that ER place. So,
2: holy yeah, I Jesus, I.
3: Whew. I mean, listen. No matter how bad I was feeling, if I had a knife coming out of my side and I peed myself, I probably would have just walked out. (laughs) You get some new pants, I'll be right back. But, yeah, she she was like, yeah, I just got my pants a little wet. I was like, that's an understatement, lady.
2: Yeah, like...
3: I felt uh, felt pain, clearly in pain, but it's like, don't be sitting in every seat, come on.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, if you had an accident or whatever, you have an accident, but uh, to just play fucking uh
3: he's sopping up everything so
2: musical chairs that's uh that's, that's oh awesome. yeah
3: she's like i'll just sit right here and they were like oh no and they, you can almost hear an audible like like a sponge hitting it was really gross well
2: but so but your brother's okay though right
3: yeah i mean ended up he had pancreatitis um so i say my brother drinks a lot he clearly says no which I think makes him an alcoholic. I'm not sure, but (laughs) they told him, you know, with pancreatitis, you, you can't drink anymore. So, uh, he's, he's not too thrilled. Um, and then like, he's got to be on pain, like really heavy painkillers for the next four days. And then a strictly clear liquid diet. So like, uh, chicken broth and juice, clear juices. And so, uh, not not a great situation, but no surgery, no nothing. So could be worse.
2: Yeah, it yeah, could have been worse. Um, well, geez, I I kind of okay. you know my day. My day. Well, as,
3: you, as you were texting me, I'm like helping my brother up the stairs. I'm like, yeah, that, I think I was being kind of short sure with you because I'm I'm holding my phone with one hand. I'm like, oh, cool.
2: <laughs> so. no, I definitely feel like my day was a lot less uh, cool. a lot less going on, definitely than than you had today. Um and I'm glad for it. What's up?
3: And I'm glad it was for you.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Uh as of the right now, as of this recording, it's only Tuesday and some of you guys might be scratching your head going well, your, your episodes usually come out Monday. Uh what's up with this one? Well, um when David and I came up with the idea of hey, let's check in on some of, you know, past guests we've had, see how they're holding up. Um that was a hundred percent what we intended to do. The only thing was, once we actually started talking to these people, um, the interviews just went on. You know I mean? A lot of these people are our friends. And, you know, when you get together with friends, especially when you haven't spoken for a while, you just tend to just sit there and talk. And definitely happened with this. And uh, at the end of the first episode, we were like, oh, man, we... This isn't gonna work. <laughs> this isn't gonna work. But luckily, you know, we figured, hey, right now, uh people are in need of uh of some fun. You know. Yeah. They're in need of a distraction from everything that's going on with the world. And so we figured we'd put out some of these bonus episodes. Um this one, you know, it'll be starring uh, the 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 wonderful waiting of post wrestling. You know, if any of you guys have, I mean, you guys have heard me because I do it almost weekly. Uh, but go on about post wrestling. Wei is one of the you know one half of post wrestling. Him and John Pollock. Uh, John Pollock was busy, so we weren't able to get him on this show. But uh, you know, we had Way, and I. What I was most excited about was you two guys finally like getting to talk and to meet. Or whatever, especially, yeah. especially once we got the Lego talk started because Way is probably the biggest Lego fan that I know, and you know you're you're pretty you're a pretty big fan yourself. You're getting right back into it, so I was just like, oh, I definitely need to bring that up. Um, but we also have a uh, cousin Jeremy on as well because again, when we you know we're like oh we should you know, we should reach out to this person that person. Uh, I I think I just straight up messaged Jeremy and was like, hey, you're podcasting with us, you know. Uh, so, uh, there won't be much, there won't be a lot of talking from us this week because, you know, again, we want to, we want to put out these interviews for you. Uh, so without any further ado, we'll go ahead and get to the first, uh, mini interview we have this week with, uh, Cowboy Waiting himself. All right, Stank, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, I know every Monday, I would make sure like when I was still in high school and make sure everything I needed to get done would be done before Monday night raw started. And then when I started working, I made sure that every Monday was like the one day I couldn't work because I couldn't miss raw, you know? Oh yeah. Nowadays it's way too long. It's it's like 3 hours and I I just I can't do it, you know? But instead of just having to go online and read about it uh, I was turned on to live audio wrestling, and there was these two gentlemen, John Pollock and Waiting, and they did probably the best like wrestling review show that you know I'd ever listened to. And then uh, the law went away, and post wrestling was born. And they, you know, they were like, "Hey, we have this Patreon," and I had I had really no idea what Patreon was then. And then once the concept was explained, I was like, "Oh, well, of course." I would gladly support these two gentlemen, uh, as long as I don't have to watch Monday Night Raw myself, you know, I'm like, if they praise something, I'll go back and watch it, same with SmackDown, uh, and through the magic of the internet, and I guess Braden Harrington, friend of the show, uh, I've actually become friends with these two gentlemen, and John Pollock, unfortunately, isn't with us right now, but, uh, joining us, you know, right now we have, uh, Cowboy Waiting himself, Way, how you doing?
0: Doing very well, and just to clarify, John John is very much alive. Yes, John um, is very, very much alive.
2: <laughs> he's not on this call with us. He is very much alive. Yes,
0: he, he just has happens to be incredibly busy today, so unfortunately can't make it. But I, I will relay your your uh, your your wonderful intro over to him.
2: Yeah, I remember. Uh, so when we Dave and Snake and I started this podcast, you guys were, I think, like the third or fourth interview that I did. and I was so nervous like I I remember I had to like redo my intro cuz I I flubbed something but like as as important to me as like the Kevin Smith interview was or when we had you know like the Vicky Guerrero's and Zach Ryders like you guys were one of the like to me it was like oh my god I'm like I got John Pollock in waiting I'm like it's over I'm like it doesn't get any better than that because you know you I and I mentioned in that uh that interview we did uh, we're the intro to your podcast. You know, it, it calls you guys the king of the kings of combat sports podcasts, and I, you know, I will will say that till till I'm blue in the face because I think it's true. And uh, anyone who says otherwise, I don't have time for them.
0: Well, that's incredibly kind. Uh, but you know, um, look look at look at how much you've achieved in the short time since since we've last spoken. I had no doubt that uh, you you know you you would be so consistent and. Uh, through you know just i think what i've seen of of your work with pro wrestling tees i had no doubt this was going to be a big success
2: well the good thing is that dave and i love to talk so (laughs) that too yeah that too you know if there's anything yeah if there's anything that we love more than wrestling it's the sound of our voices so (laughs) you know for us to get together every week it's it's definitely you know not a hard thing to do um but you Know, I mentioned up front, you know, you, you review not just Monday Night Raw, um, AEW and SmackDown as well, along with other you know shows through your various uh Patreon shows. But right now, there really is no wrestling, at least wrestling as we know. You know, they've been doing mm-hmm. a lot of the weird pre taped shows. And what's as you know, as like a wrestling journalist and a podcaster, what's that been like? Because your full time job is essentially is. You know, review these shows, but right now, because of what's going on with the world, it's not really the same, or at least you know the normal that we're used to.
0: Certainly, it's very different, and I will say we're sort of in a period right now where there still is weekly wrestling television. There's still been a a new edition of Raw, SmackDown, and AEW in the several weeks since we've uh uh, we've kind of like all been locked down in the world, and that in itself, I think you know, is really Makes, makes wrestling really unique in that it, it happens to be one of the main, I don't know, uh, sporting events. We're really one of the main, like, anything on TV. Still pumping out new and fresh content um, as, you know, uh, maybe debated uh, about whether or not that, 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 that's a good idea as it may be. Um, but nonetheless, I, I will say it, it's been strange in that I think I would say we've been busier than b- even before because there's just been so much news surrounding everything that's been happening, whether it be due to cancellations or, you know, uh, WrestleMania all of a sudden being this tape thing. And then all of a sudden, Oh man, Roman Reigns is out of the main event. It's just like the world has been changing like every 24 hours and there's never been a shortage at least yet for us uh, of, 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 you know, material for us to talk about.
2: Yeah, that's, I know every, everyone's had their own uh, opinions about what, the, not just WWE, but you know WWE and AEW, Just what how they sh- should have been approaching everything. Like I've kind of been uh, and Dave to an extent too, where we're just yeah. like, hey, we should we should just uh, these next few weeks. It's going to be non-canon, basically. You know, they'll put on what they can, and then when we have an idea of WrestleMania could come back, it'll come back because, like, it's just going to be weird. You know this this two night in the performance center because, from what I've seen the the shows they put on in the performance center they've been passable but it, it's just weird I I just I still can't get over no crowd you know like we even mm-hmm. we joked about like they should just CGI the ring into uh, older WrestleManias and just put in crowd noise so we can have the effect of there actually being a crowd there but.
3: Yeah, I mean now it's it's almost like watching like a like a stage rehearsal for mm-hmm. like a play or something. It, it, like the quietness is very eerie, you know, and sometimes it's a little off-putting.
0: Certainly, certainly. I mean, you know, I think how I've looked at it is uh, certainly none of these conditions are ideal. And it just feels like it is, you know, a company, both companies, you know, AEW and WWE trying to, like, string together a show with what little resources that, that they have. And that's certainly how it comes across. I personally, you know, for the most part, I've, I've kind of gotten used to it. For, um, but I can't say I've really enjoyed any of the shows. And for me, that even includes, like, the AEW show that took place, the first Empty Arena one, which I think a lot of people really enjoyed. um. I can I, I can certainly appreciate certain aspects of it but when you add in I think the element of of risk involved in people traveling to these shows in them participating in you know a uh, very uh, like a contact sport really professional wrestling yeah. with with just a lot of like fluids you know being swapped around that is sort of something I can't really shake my mind off of um And, you know, we shall see because, like, ultimately the decision to continue might not be up to uh, WWE or AEW.
2: Yeah, I think they were – I mean, they they were definitely smart in having taped, what like, three, four weeks' worth of content while they still can because, uh, like, I I know we've all seen the videos of Florida. They've pretty much not shut down or I think they just now kind of just, all right, well, I guess the corona is – it's a real serious thing as opposed to like here in Chicago, it's been maybe like a week, maybe almost two weeks now where they issued the stay at home, you know, only go out and, and purchase the essentials. But there was like those videos going around of kids down there for spring break, just acting as if everything was okay. And um, I mean, WWE was definitely smart to have filmed as much content as they did when they still had the chance because... Yeah, you know, like you had Roman Reigns pull out, and I think it very, I think there's still a bit of a fan base out there who they're very much of the like, oh, well, the show still must go on mentality, which is kind of something that for the, I don't want to say non smarter, but just uh, the non internet fans, if that makes any sense, they've kind of just been fed that Vince McMahon mentality of like, yeah, the show still must go on. I suppose we're like, I'm totally with you. We're, you know, despite there not being anybody in the crowd, like it's you know, you have like Jimmy Havoc putting his fingers in Cody's mouth and things like that and it's still just I don't know, I don't know. Yeah,
3: they're they're essentially they're breaking all the rules like contact fluids, heavy breathing. Mm-mm. And you know, you got you got crew members around and I'm sure you got medical staff that doesn't need to really be exposed to something like and you know, there've been rumors that some people are symptomatic, you mm-hmm. know at WWE and some people aren't happy about that, but you know, what do you really do? I I really think that this could have been like a chance for them to maybe do something different and just make like a, an entertainment show instead of having the wrestling. But you know, I don't yeah. run a multi billion dollar company, so who am I? It's,
0: it, you know, there's there's really it's it's not an easy answer, especially I think if you're a company like AEW without that big of a library of content to draw right. from. If you're WWE, I mean, as we've seen, they they I mean, just the documentaries alone that they can put out from the network I think is enough to, you know, carry them for like a long time. Uh, yeah. If you have to fulfill several hours of Raw and SmackDown. But AEW, I think it'll, it's, a, it's a little bit tougher, I would say, for them to come up with fresh content if they had to completely stop production. I mean, nonetheless, you really have to kind of re- weigh the risk involved. And, you know, that level of risk is just increasing by the day, uh, especially, I think, with, you know, the, the rate that infections are, are going on right now in in the U.S. Um, it's, it's actually very scary. And I imagine, you know... Um, their their problem. I would hope that they're reconsidering and and really reanalyzing the situation uh, by the day.
2: Aside so aside from wrestling, how have, have you personally been uh, dealing with everything? Because uh, like I know recently you and John did an episode, and you you know you guys didn't do it together. You guys were doing it via via Skype video. So how's uh? And I've spoken with uh you know with Brandon and David a little bit as far as how Canada you know Toronto specifically is handling all this, but. Um, have you been handling mm.
0: all this? Well, you know, uh, we just had uh, Dr. Alex Patel on who's, uh, you know, um, an ICU doctor at a Toronto area, uh, hospital and he's been making the rounds. He was recently on Chris Jericho's podcast, but just kind of like updating us on, you know, the status of everything that's been going on. And he seems to indicate that the trend, at least in Ontario, which is the province that I'm in, um, it seems to ha- like... Whatever measures that you know we've been taking um, have have sort of been effective, or at least looks to be effective. Our curve is starting to flatten, which is a really promising sign, and um, I think really encouraging that you know all the all the sacrifices that everybody in in our, in my community has made by not going out, um, you know, not going to work, closing down businesses. Like it's it's encouraging that it's it's been for something and that things are working. So, um, so, you know, I, I, I've, I've been very much like that too. I've been following the news quite often, uh, every single day actually, uh, on a weekday, our city kind of does like a weekly live stream or daily live stream talking about the latest numbers. Um, you know, the latest policies, our mayor, uh, is a part of those as well. Um, so, you know, I've been staying at home. I'm, I'm very fortunate to be in a, in a, to, to have a job that, I mean, it's very much home-based anyway. John and I can really still continue doing our jobs as long as there's wrestling involved. Even when there's no wrestling, there's still plenty of things for us to talk about. So I've been keeping up with that. Uh, If anything, like I said, I've been actually busier than ever. The only, you know, the major adjustment to my life is that my my fiance actually works in a hospital. So I've been, um, you know, we've been discouraged. And I've I've certainly discouraged her from taking public transit. So I've been driving her every day. And I don't know if you know... um, Listeners of of our show know that I'm I'm very much a a night owl because I'll watch these shows, we'll record these shows. Uh, I probably won't sleep until like 3 a.m. in the morning. She works at like 8 a.m., so she gets up at six. And to drive her has just been a bit of a, you know, it's been trying to mesh her very normal schedule with my very abnormal schedule, and that's kind of resulted in like, you know, a bit of havoc to to my sleep patterns. But, you know, it's it's totally worth it.
2: Yeah, I I think you and I. Uh, very much have like the same sleep schedule. I mean, it it's in my favor now that uh, I just recently moved down into one of the warehouses where I'm actually staring at the Freelance Wrestling Academy now. It's essentially in my living room. Uh, it's next door to the warehouse that I showed you guys where the the original yeah. wrestling school was. And so I'm kind of fortunate where like I, much like you, I will stay up to about three in the morning and I can, I literally roll out of bed and walk right into work um but what are what are some of the things that you've been watching or because i know you're a big comic book reader as well like um you were the one who suggested reading saga and i you know i've been delving into those as well but uh what are some other things you've been watching because i know everyone's been hounding me about tiger king i've still not watched it um what's been keeping you busy you know obviously aside from from wrestling
0: uh, Tiger King, actually, yeah. this, this past weekend. I mean, I've I had jumped on the bandwagon and and uh, much so uh, John actually has been somebody who's who's been really trying to get me to do that. So I've been watching that. Uh, Terrace House is something that I still continue to keep up with. That's like it's my thing on Netflix. Lego Masters is something I've really gotten into every single week now on Fox. Um, I'm a huge Lego guy, so <laughs> I've been following that show. And I'm trying to think like what else, you know, uh, beyond that, I mean, you know, I've been reading a bit more. I've been reading like uh, uh, a lot of stuff about powerlifting. I I invested in like a home gym recently. So trying to get into that. It's a great excuse when you're home all day Uh, and and just kind of like, you know, following all the news and all the wrestling that's out there. That's that's kind of been my day.
2: I know Dave, uh, recently he got back into, uh, building Lego, his wife yes. for their anniversary. He got that, uh, what was it? The 89 Batmobile.
0: Oh, yeah. no way. That thing's I huge. love it.
3: Yeah. It's, uh, it had like, uh, 26 bags in it and like the manual was pretty thick. And like I, I said on my Facebook page, like, um, I used to be big into Legos when I was a kid and, uh, in the nineties they had a big pirate set. Yes. And my mom broke it. Uh, okay, out of anger. what what
0: what color was the pirate ship?
3: It was brown and then it had uh, like red and white striped sails on it. Okay. You um you don't want when I, when I, Yeah. Sorry,
0: sorry. Please continue. I'll, I'll tell you something else after. Oh,
3: so I built it, you know, it had like the little cannon flaps on the side and you like the the galley in there and then it you know, got broke and I didn't have the manual and I just didn't have the heart to like rebuild it. And so that kind of stopped me from building anything big in a Lego set. You know, I'd build like cars or you know, like one of those little box sets, but, um, or just, you know, we would have a pile of Legos and I'd build like a house or something. But, uh, Do my wife's got me this Batmobile set and it's, oh, it's like my favorite thing ever. Do you still have the pieces? <laughs> no, probably
0: not. Okay. So I was going to say the, that, that those instructions are available online uh, if you oh. if you care. But the other thing I was going to tell you related to that particular uh, set, I, I, I'm sorry to hijack your your uh, podcast no. right now, Scrum, but you've no, no. you've just unlocked Go like a whole it. thing. So this past week, Lego just announced this. um yes. this new set <laughs> called uh, Pirates of Barracuda Bay that is essentially a re-release of that classic yellow, yes. red and white pirate ship. <laughs> Except it's, like, now a part of, like, a, a different set that was, like, you know, an idea created. Anyway, It's all you've seen it. You've seen it.
3: Yeah, and it's got two modes that you yes. can build it in.
0: Which yeah. Which is genius. This is so awesome. So, you like, you can kind of, like, build a shipwrecked version of it, and then you can kind of separate it and put the whole thing back together into, like... Yeah. It, it, it's so cool.
3: Actually, um, one, a really close artist friend of mine uh, named Bam she works for lego now and she helped design uh the hogwarts castle um Good she did kid. a lot of the overwatch stuff yeah she does like the art for uh for a lot of the minifigs and stuff too so um that's kind of been trying to like get me back into lego i'm like ah, I, sh- I should pull the trigger on some of these things but yeah I, j- I just saw that they released that pirate ship it's it's pretty dope
0: with like the same crew and everything like yeah every really- uh, uh, redbeard
3: yeah yeah <laughs> I might get it. I just don't have any room. I, 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 you know, like if you ever see my workspace, it's full of like infinity gauntlets and Ninja oh, Turtles right. and Funko no, Pops.
0: I, that's, that's the larger one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: What, so. my, uh, my first tattoo, which is no longer visible because it's been covered up was actually a blue Lego.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. Nice. Like a, it, like a brick.
2: Yeah. Like the actual brick. And the story behind it is I was 15, no 16 and just thought it would be cool. <laughs> that that's my lego contribution to uh yeah. <laughs> to that conversation um, it is cool yeah i mean i it's covered up now with my delorean though i was it, it looked very out of place and people always i don't know they always asked, and i had no no clever story to it aside from
3: they were looking for deeper meaning <laughs>
2: yeah like they would look for deeper meaning and i'm like no nah, man i was just 16 and like thought that would be very cool
0: i mean that's I think a good reason as any yeah. to have a tattoo.
2: It looks uh, cool. So wait, so you guys do? It's your the, body. Yeah, it's my body. You guys do the Marvel reviews. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen. Uh, the rumor for a while was that Black Widow was going to get thrown onto some sort of VOD service um, because, you know, theaters aren't open right now. No, no one's trying to go to the theaters. Probably even more so when they open up because, I th- I think the common misconception is like that there'll just be one day where everyone's like, hey. Uh, you know uh, May 1st everyone's okay to go back and just go back to normal as opposed to just kind of like the slow progression of back the way things used to be and definitely one of the businesses that's going to take a hit is the movie industry just because you know their whole business model is let's pack as many people as we can it's so communal yeah, yeah. pack as many people as we can into to a small room and mm-hmm. so as of right now Marvel's like no no, no, no it, it's still going on um do you think it it will just eventually get released on VOD cuz I'm not sure how excited you are in particular for for this Black Widow movie like I I know myself uh I was you know I was okay with with her death in, in Endgame and uh more so interested in like the rumors of this movie setting up the Thunderbolts but uh do you hmm. you know what's uh, what are your thoughts on that
0: Well, at this point, I'm so into, like, I mean, I'm so invested in the MCU that, I mean, they could put anything out and I'll probably watch it. So, I mean, I I can't say my level of anticipation for this particular one was as high as, you know, some of the more recent releases, but I'm still going to watch it. Um, As far as, you know, whether or not I could see it being on VOD and my own personal interest in, like, going to a theater, I certainly, I don't anticipate going I don't even go like I don't anticipate theaters being open, and even if they were, I don't really anticipate myself wanting to go for the next couple of months, um, even into like Labor Day, perhaps. Um, so much of that depends on I think you know the progress of, of 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 everything going on right now, whether or not it gets more serious, whether or not we're completely rid of it by that time. Um, I mean, so you know, think about the financials that are involved, you know, in a decision like that, putting it on a VOD surface versus like the millions and millions you you you'll lose out on I, I i can't imagine it being a very easy decision at the same time like it's not like they can't afford it you know this is disney mm-hmm. um can you know, they all wait the yeah. yeah like can they wait i mean it would be a big hook for people to get disney plus um obviously but uh can i see it happening with enough time um i think they will probably make that decision closer to the summer like if we get past the summer I feel like they would entertain it, but otherwise there's just, I think way too much money left on the table to not do a proper theatrical release.
2: because yeah, I know one of the unfortunate casualties in, you know, all movies getting postponed just due to, you know, COVID, I uh, was New Mutants. Like, I, yeah. uh, I was not looking forward to it when it was still like a Fox property and then Marvel kind of stepped in and, and polished it up and it looked really awesome. You know, Dave and I have talked extensively about how, like, it's shocking how you know disney as much as they they get kind of get that reputation of oh they don't really let the directors do anything literally did that they you know they brought in the the original director and said hey do what you got to do make it good and it looked very good and that's one that again they've said that and Mulan won't go to to VOD but i'm hoping that one at least because Mm -hmm. you know there's they've said oh it won't tie into the mcu so if it's non-canon it's it's like just release it you know we need something to watch aside from tiger king
0: that one i would agree with you because like i can't see that one doing very well in the theater anyway um i certainly don't see it doing as well as even like the last the dark phoenix um but that i think it one is that one is kind of perfect for vod but you know you do have to kind of like throw in the towel at that point and say hey we've kind of given up on like really making any in uh, money even if it went on VOD how much interest do you guys think that'll, that'll have probably not a lot to be honest with you
2: I mean I definitely think there's there's a good amount of people I mean myself included who it's like all right, you guys have been talking about this for three years now like let's just see it you know Well, like whether it's whether it's good or it isn't, which based on the the talent involved, I think it'll be. I mean, it'll definitely be better than Dark Phoenix. You know, I think we can we can all agree on that. That it's it's a very low bar that was set by that movie. Um, But I think at this point, it's like Mm -hmm. let me just see it. You know, I I just I've been hearing about this forever. It 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 was constantly like, oh, it might come out on Hulu. It might just not come out at all. And I just just let's just get it over. Let's rip that (laughs) bandaid.
0: Yeah. i don't disagree i mean and and and, that, and that's coming from like i was a big fan of the new mutants and like that original comic book run so like this was like um this is a movie I, i've, I've kind of wanted to see for quite a while but you know i'd rather just move move on with it rather than like <laughs> continue to wait
2: uh before we let you go uh are there any comic books you would recommend because right now like it's a good time as any if you know if you've been kind of hesitant about picking up comic books because it can definitely be daunting like i know a lot of people who want to read a captain america or an iron man or even you know the aforementioned x-men but don't know where to start what are some and i saw you i saw you recommend some on twitter the other day and very excellent uh ones you recommended but what's something uh you would recommend to anyone out there who wants to just pick up something you know to take their mind off all the all the stuff going on right now in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, the comic that I, I still keep up with, I, I really was, uh, you know, kind of had my peak um, uh, fandom probably several years back, but I'm not really doing that that much anymore. I will suggest Marvel Unlimited uh, for people because it is essentially like a Netflix of comic books, and I believe it's like $10 a month, and it gets you access to pretty much like their entire catalog. Maybe not some of the newer stuff, but like all their classics, which is like all the great stuff anyway. Um, but you know, Saga is a is a, is a comic I'll always recommend. Um, they're on a big hiatus right now, so it's a perfect time to catch up before they start back up. And uh, beyond that, I I think uh, in that post I recommended the Uncanny X Force, uh, Rick Remender's run from several years back. That's a team consisting of like Wolverine, um, uh, Psylocke, uh, Phantom X, and yeah, also Deadpool. Phantom X in it. Yeah, yeah, Phantom <laughs> X is in it. Yeah, uh, and Archangel. Like as, you know, and, and they're basically like a covert group of like killers that are, you know, there to do the dirty work for the X-Men that uh, the X-Men aren't, aren't able to do themselves. And it, it deals with like, you know, the concept of like mercy killing and, you know, um time travel. And like it like the, the it answers kind of like the question of like if you could go back to, to in time to kill Hitler as a baby, should you oh. do it? You know, that type of thing.
3: Yeah, I, I actually uh, I read some of it. I, I I didn't finish that run, but it was really good. Um, the arts, the arts Yes, amazing. oh, yeah. it's so good.
2: Have you had a um, chance to read a Lock and Key at all?
0: I've not. No, tell me about that. What's that? Uh,
2: it's well, it's written by Joe Hill, uh, Stephen King's son. So it's you know set over in Maine uh it's it revolves around there's there's this house where um the lock family they've you know they've had the house in their family forever uh there's a set of keys all the keys do different things you know i think like the first one they introduce you to it's one where you could literally just open someone's mind and uh you know you can take out their fear their insecurity you can put things in there as well and there's uh it's, it's i'm really bad at trying to describe without spoiling too much but there's uh there's an evil force who's 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 been been around that family for a while, and uh, yeah, it's a lot. Okay. Of, a there's
3: lot, actually a lot of a series based on it too. There's yeah, that? there's a Netflix series based on it too. See the Netflix that just went through their first season.
2: The Netflix series it's very it's different than the book because like I I watched maybe the first few episodes of the show and. They they were kind of just picking and choosing different things from different books, which I mean, yeah. when you adapt something for TV, it's you know they're they're never going to fully faithfully adapt that, but um, you know it, it's only about six seven issues. Uh, it's it's pretty good. I, I would I would check it out. Lock and key, Joe Hill. Lock and key. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Is Have that they, image?
0: Uh, actually,
3: yeah. What is that? Which one?
0: Lock, Lock and key. key. What publisher?
2: uh idw i believe oh uh, cool yeah not one of the big two but um yeah. well wait uh the- thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh to talk with us if people are interested in listening to more of waiting um i mean i talk about it every week where they can find you but why don't you tell the people at home uh where they can hear some more of you and the, the aforementioned john pollock who is in fact alive i he's alive and well <laughs> He is alive and well
0: Yes, yes, he is. Yeah, you can find both of us at postwrestling.com. That's your, where you'll find John's daily updates. Uh, all of our podcasts are located there. Uh, of course, we're also available on iTunes, on uh, Google Play, on Spotify, all that stuff. Just search for Post Wrestling, P-O-S-T Wrestling, YouTube as well. And if you want to find me personally on Twitter, I'm usually most active there. I am at wai 0
2: well, thank you, a. Uh You know, it, it, it means a lot to us that, you know, you again, that you took time out of your, your busy schedule to come on our show. Um, and hopefully, hopefully. once the, all this is over, I'll, I'll be able to go visit you guys up in Canada again and uh, take you out for pizza. Because last time I was up there, we had uh, like a vegan Big Mac pizza.
0: Yes, we did. Yeah. Which, yes, we did.
2: Like, I remember, I think I, I, exp- I tried explaining it to you, Dave, and it was just, yeah. it was definitely the strangest pizza I've had, but it was actually pretty good.
0: It sounds delicious. Yeah, it was no Pequod's, but um you know it was <laughs> it was alright.
2: Well I didn't even get to take you guys there last time. I, I felt I did feel really bad last time when you guys came and everything was everything was closed. I think no. we had to get tacos that time. But you know, we got to go to that office pop up bar, so it wasn't too bad, right?
0: It was a good time. We but we went to Pequod's, Quads, to be honest. I kinda prefer um Lou, Lou, Lou Magnati's. Yeah, I kinda prefer that myself
2: yeah i mean with with ryan he also prefers illuminati so i've had a lot more of it i probably didn't start eating it until working there because that's like ryan's go-to pizza and i i think i might i think i might be in that same boat with you i still love pequod's but Mm -hmm. i definitely think uh lose is starting to win me over a little bit
3: more i'm a pequod's man through and through
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right way uh thank you and uh we'll, we'll talk soon Yes, thank you guys so much. All right, thank All you. Right. Again, big thank you to waiting for that. Um, I hope that you get that boat back, Dave. That Lego boat.
3: Uh, well, one day. I mean, I'm I'm really happy with the Batmobile right now. So there's just not a lot of space.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like you mentioned your office. It's a lot of knickknacks, but it's you, you know, it perfectly encapsulates you and who you are. Like,
3: yeah, it's a little joy cave for me. So my wife, my wife always says, do you need all this? And I say, yeah, like literally like if I'm bored or I'm having, uh, uh, like a block or something, I just turn around and look at all this stuff that makes me happy. And, you know, they always say creative people like to be surrounded by creative stuff by other creative people. And I think that's true for me at least. So
2: I definitely think it's true because it's, Um, you know, it's been similar with me with certain things like that before in the past where, you know, um, like for, for years I've wanted to, to write a movie, uh, and like direct a movie. And I, sometimes I find it easy to like watch a movie to kind of get like inspiration and not, and not like, I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm, you know, I'm putting that in my movie more so just like, wow, this is really good writing and this was done very well. Like, and it kind of like inspires you. Almost, you know, yeah. like when you watch something that's so good and you're just like, oh, I can totally fucking do that. And kind of just put your mind to like, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I saw so I, I meant to tell you earlier, I watched maybe like the first 10 minutes of the first episode of Tiger
3: King. Oh, so, and then what did you think?
2: Uh, first off, don't trust that Carol lady. Like, I know I, like, I've seen everyone post, like, memes and things about her. Like, she allegedly killed her husband or something like that. I know Florida yeah, is, like, Florida's, like, reopened <laughs> up that investigation. So it's making me think, like, oh, this lady probably did something. But also that Joe Exotic guy kind of seems like a scumbag himself,
3: you know? Yeah, the, thi- the Yeah, I won't get too further into it. But, like, the thing about Joe Exotic is – Clearly, he's a carny, right? He's a carny soul. Um But there's like a truth about him where, you know, everything's on his sleeve. The thing about Carol, Carol's more calculated and she just comes off as like disingenuous whenever she's talking, you know, at least to I, me. I can see And that. a lot of people.
2: No, no yeah. I, I can definitely see that. Because, again, like I started watching right when they like just first introduced her. Um, yeah. And then they went back to, like, the gift shop. So, like, literally, like, as far as I got. But just yeah. – I don't know. She just – you know, she – something seemed a little bit off about her. Again, both these people, you know, to dedicate your lives to doing what you're doing, like, they have to be a little uh, little bit out, outside the box. So, yeah. you know. But, hey, I, I'm excited. I finally started it. and I mean, it's good. You know, like, I mean, after we're, oh, done, we- after we're done with this, I'll probably – uh, jump onto building that or to building to watching that so very
3: yeah. excited about that um, how are you feeling about the governor's latest announcement
2: uh, what was the latest I mean I I've tried to just drown everything out like it's what, what, so, what, so
3: for, for those of you that are not in Illinois I mean I think a lot of the nation is just going to adopt this really but we've been ordered to stay at home until uh, the end of April now so April thirty first, we're staying at home till, and boy, oh boy, was everyone kind of bummed by that.
2: I mean, like, it's as I'm. I'm kind of a lone wolf, you know. Yeah. Like I, I love the people that I love, you know. I love my friends, but for the most part, like I enjoy just kind of just being alone, just being by myself. Yeah, yeah solitude. You know. Um, and that's not to say I'm like, oh, I hate people. No, not at all. You know, like I'll I'll go
3: certain
2: certain people. You know, I, I like people <laughs> that I like, and other people I just yeah. I don't waste time and energy on. Yeah. Um, but like I fully expect this to be like this till for a while. Pro- honestly, probably like June, maybe July, because Oof. because like because honestly, like. Like I've gone to the store to uh, to purchase you know the essentials, and I just see people just out and about just shopping, just people buying, keep
3: messing around,
2: just buying TVs or buying like whatever they need to. And like, listen, it's fine if you go to the store and you know you're like, oh, I'm picking up you know these essential supplies. Oh shit, let me pick up. Uh, you know, I also need these. like I went about a bookshelf, you know, but it was. Right. I, I found some dumbbells as well So someone is gonna get prison swole uh, Bikini but,
3: ready <laughs> Oh yeah uh,
2: But you know it's like it's fine But like I'll see people with just like I don't know just very Wandering around Kind of just wandering around It's like come on You know And uh, So I don't know I've, I've expect, been expecting this since day one Like I hope that it doesn't I I don't know Part of me thinks it'll be like a full on Locked down with like, like what I mean, what they had to do with Italy, where it was just full on military officials outside. You know the the what is it, the national guard, which yeah. is like you can't come outside, go back inside. I'm gonna shoot you if you come outside, and like it sucks that it will get to that, you know, because like, I mean we're Chicago, we're a giant fucking city, so how that would work out, I don't know, um, but yeah, you know, I'm kind of just kind of just rolling with the punches right now you know thankfully everyone every, everyone in my close inner circle i you know friends and family they're all safe uh they're all good yeah. and that's what you know that that's what i'm concerned about i can take care of myself yeah. i i'll be fine but it's more so like oh you know it, it, you know is david okay is uh you know Met nix okay like that's just that's more so what i'm worried about so yeah. you know i don't what about yourself though
3: me, you know, most anyone that knows me knows I'm. I can be a bit of a homebody, and I'm completely fine with that. I mean, um, I don't know if I told the story before, but I lived in a treehouse for a couple months by myself once.
2: I'm sorry, what?
3: I won't tell that yet. I'll tell that some other time. But okay, yeah, it was a nice treehouse, but but like you know, I I've never understood why. People work hard to get a home or an apartment, fill it with the things that they love, and then never want to be in it. You know, like I built a beautiful nest. I like nesting in it. That's mm-hmm. just me. Mm-hmm. but you know, we got my my two stepsons here, my daughter, my mother in-law, my wife, and you know, they all like to go out and do stuff. and so I'm here, I'm fine. get a little stir crazy, but not too bad, but like seeing everyone else just kind of like, Pacing, like, what do we do now? And, like, you know, my daughter's doing e learning through her school and she's done in like a half hour. And then she's like, now what? You know, she's actually the least effective. She's playing so many video games right now and I'm fine with it. But, um, yeah, everyone else is just like, let's go. Wouldn't it be nice to just go out and go somewhere? And you just, if you want to be responsible, you can't, you know?
2: I mean, like, I've definitely, don't get me wrong, I've definitely gone on like drives. You know, because sometimes like I just want to get some fresh air and I'll drive, but like I won't get out of my car and, you know, it's things like that.
3: You're not laying on park benches and rubbing on stuff.
2: Exactly. Like I've been seeing things like, uh, oh, like Jeremy earlier, not cousin Jeremy, scare me who works over at the wrestling team. Yeah, he was telling me that there was something where the police are going to start pulling people over and giving them tickets if wherever they're going isn't deemed important to which I'm like, well, what's this? Be like, oh, I'm getting milk for my son and my wife. You know, she needs uh sanitary pads. Like, if they stop me and I say that, there's, I mean, what yeah, do you, what are they gonna do? What do they do? Force like, force me to call this wife and child? Like, you know, and so I, I, I mean, I can't. It's say, tough to I, enforce. Yeah, it's tough to enforce. You know, yeah. And listen, I will a thousand percent lie to the police. I am, you know, I I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, I don't see how that could be enforced. So it's just, it's very weird. It's just very strange. Like I, I almost just wish they would just lock everyone down and you have to stay home and you can't leave, you know, like there, yeah. you know, we have like the McCormick Center here where, uh, it's this giant, giant, giant fucking place where they do, so many conventions auto shows it's like it's huge Like i think one of the buildings has been around since like the world fucking fair you know yeah or it's just like a giant fucking area and they're converting it into a hospital because in preparation because like yeah. it just the cases keep piling and piling and
3: you know not to be a doom and gloom I'm i'm normally pretty optimistic but i definitely don't think we've seen the worst of this yet and not only just, like, the disease-wise, but just, like, socially and uh, the consequences of irresponsibility. I, I still think we've yet to peak as far as that goes, which is kind of scary, but...
2: Yeah, I mean, we still have a lot of people who don't believe that, you know, like, they're kind of like, ah, it's whatever, it's just, you know, that's what they want you to think, and yeah. definitely not the case, but...
3: yeah be smart
2: guys yeah let's let's be smart and uh yeah like just stay inside don't go
3: outside grab your nearest device and download every episode of pwt cast tell your friends about it and listen you want to stay inside and get entertained for a while just go through the whole back catalog and uh that should uh that should do it
2: yeah or no actually do that do exactly that that dave said <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, and then rate us five stars, and you'll feel a lot better. I promise you. The yeah. Anxiety knowing at the inside of you. Yeah, I, I believe will melt a,
2: away. I believe that's actually what the CDC was saying.
3: Doctor Oz told me. <laughs>
2: so. Doctor Oz and the CDC told me, uh, yeah. but yeah, you know, we'll uh, we'll try to keep this this week's episode shorter because, as we mentioned, we've got a second interview. Uh, yes. You know, we we've had him on before. He he's done my. One of my favorite fan of the week so far because
3: yeah he knocked that one up the park
2: he knocked that one out the park. Uh, you guys know him as uh, you guys might know him as Jeremy Zaha, cousin Jeremy. Uh, other names I refuse to call him. But uh, yeah. this week's guest is none other than cousin Jeremy. So let's go ahead and get to that uh, part of the interview where we started talking Westworld and uh, we had to like cut it short because if we would have if we would have gone. Into as much Westworld as I wanted to talk. <sighs> yeah. David, we probably would have gone on for they would
3: have they would have called it season four of Westworld. Yeah, you by know. the time we were done.
2: I, yeah, we probably could have gone on until about season four started. Uh but let's go ahead and get into this week's interview with or this week's second interview, or third possibly, I don't know, with uh cousin Jeremy. <laughs> During these, uh, during these troubling times, uh, everyone's panicking, you know, everyone's like, everyone's probably wishing they had one of those shelters from Parasite, spoilers if you haven't seen it, but go see it, won an Oscar, um, and there's like one person that I'm like, oh man, this guy is probably going to be pretty safe because he's, uh, he's stuck in a church, you know, much like I have a weird living situation in which I live in a wrestling school question mark uh this person that we're talking to now he lives in a church and we'll get into that because uh dave and i were we're joined by none other than uh our favorite cousin cousin jeremy jeremy how you doing
1: hey there all you cool cats and kittens out there um doing well what
2: what <laughs> <laughs> oh god we should usually
1: just do you, cat- you say cats and kitchens cats and kittens oh you guys haven't seen Tiger King yet, have you?
3: I have. Yes, not. I did.
1: I have
2: not,
3: but I... Oh my
1: gosh. That you weird? gotta see it. Everyone out here needs to go see Tiger King as soon yeah. as possible on Netflix. Yeah, we all got time now. Well, to oh, too much time.
2: Well, I was waiting to finish Westworld, um, which I'm on this current season. I finished the first episode, but... I've been catching up on Westworld, and yes, now I can start watching Tiger King.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, just wait until you have an entire day because you're not going to want to stop it.
2: See, that's yeah. that's what I did with Don't Fuck with Cats. Did you see that one?
1: Yeah, isn't that? Yeah. That's how many episodes is that? Uh, I think it's like three big ones or two big ones, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Tiger King seven episodes
3: hour-long each hour-long each
2: like
3: 45 minutes 40
1: to 45 minutes
2: okay so you're telling me i have to sit there and essentially watch an episode of a whole season of westworld
1: no you get to sit there and watch. (laughs) you don't have to you have the privilege yeah i'm i'm it's going on the internet that netflix is behind this entire thing because they really wanted to push this but they don't realize they didn't need this whole uh, pandemic. Everyone would have just stopped going to work anyway to watch this. Well, yeah.
2: so we, we had, uh, Sarah Shaki on and she was telling, or no, we had Marty, Marty Rosa. Yeah. And he, was Marty telling, and he was telling us that one of the conspiracy theories he's been seeing about this is that, uh, they're putting, uh, batteries back in all the birds because birds are how they spy on us.
1: Oh, that makes sense. I have a friend who's like really into birds and what he'll do is he will go around downtown Chicago early in the morning and, like, pick up the birds that, like, flew into the buildings and bring them to the museum. But I think he might be deep state. He brings all those birds that broke to the museum. They get the batteries put back in, and then they get sent back out.
3: Well, I tried. I was bored, and there was a pigeon outside my house. And, like, you know, like, pigeons don't move when you go near them. Because, you know, they act like they own the place. I got it, and I tried to put a battery in it. It didn't like it very much, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I it might think. already have a battery in it. it. Jeremy. Huh? You got to take the battery out first and then put a new battery in. Oh, I thought there was just a battery slut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, number one, I think your friend might be a sociopath. Uh, Dave, number two, when I first started, I, I've never told the user. I don't think I've ever talked about this story. When I first started working uh, at One Hour Tees, uh, we were at the old location, which is maybe about a block or two, just you know, uh, south of uh, the current store. Uh, and this was like, I think it was my first day or two. It was literally my first week. Uh, Vinny, being the good guy Vinny is, there was a injured pigeon out front of the store, and like it was like one of its wings was like fucked up or something, and it was just like in the middle of the street, and cars were kind of like swerving, trying not to hit it and stuff. So Vinny, being the good guy that he is, goes, he grabs a, a t-shirt, wraps it around the bird, and then carries the bird across the street and you know. Yeah. Let it go let it go to safety. And I remember just thinking, I was like, man, like, what a fucking good guy. Cause I totally would have just let that bird there to fucking die. I would never touch a pigeon.
3: Yeah. I would never touch they, m- many birds. What's up? You no. Know. What?
2: nothing <laughs> what? so Jeremy you've been one of the one of the unfortunate people who who've been stuck uh, working from home and it's been like this for a few weeks now uh, what's that been like because I mean with Dave and I like we our job is that you you work like a normal nine to five and with Dave and myself it's you know we 24 seven yeah we work 24 seven you know money never sleeps but what's that been like for you having to Pointing yourself at home. I mean, you have like roommates as well. Have they also been adhering to the stay-at-home law?
1: Nah. Well, no. Um, so one of my roommates does now. Uh, the other one works in healthcare, so he can't. So I'm always exposed. So hopefully I don't get anything. And the worst thing was on Tuesday night I got food poisoning. Oh. So then so then I had to deal with that and wonder is like, wait, is this food poisoning? Or is this like a weird right. symptom? Am I dying? Like, what do I do? Um, but I feel better now. So I think that was just food poisoning. And what a sad time we live in that just food poisoning is a, is a happy thing to say. Yeah. Um, but that's not what's going to kill me. It's being stuck inside is going to kill me. Um, especially since like it's been raining so much. Like, the weather's been cold. Like, why couldn't this have happened in, like, late May?
2: Are you kidding me? If it happened in late May, people would be out and about. Like, no. Yeah. That would
1: be no, like, that's
2: that would be the worst time for this no. to happen. Because, I mean, even as it is now, people are kind of just like, yeah, it's fine. There's a nice day. I'm still going to go out. But, like, no, if it was in the summer. Yeah,
1: but that's what, that's what the mayor's special forces are for. Uh, you be- led led by led by her, in full, like attack gear. Which is Lori Lightfoot. that would be a scary sight. <laughs> I, I would immediately go inside. I'd be like, "All right, lady. geez.
3: <laughs> Holy shit. Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't stare at me with your wacky eyes."
2: <laughs> you know, I live by Lori Lightfoot, or used to yeah. at least. Yeah. I now I'm I'm, I'm living in a in a warehouse.
3: I was to what what floor of the warehouse does Lord Lightfoot Yeah.
2: <laughs> but Jeremy, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. We like, we've talked about it. we talk about it all the time. Like, you live in a church. Yeah.
1: No, I live in an apartment owned by a church.
2: Yeah, like I live. don't like I live in an apartment owned by a wrestling
1: school. Exactly, but I have windows. I don't know. Like yeah. I have a, I'm looking outside a window right now. I'm in a basement, so it's a half a window. He's like, they're stained glass, right but I have windows.
3: Yeah, I'm
2: looking yeah. outside of a window too. I'm looking at a wrestling ring.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. So do you, no. do you have to pay like a tithe when you're in your living space?
1: Yeah, technically, that's what my rent is. It's your tithe, your weekly tithe.
2: Wait, so yeah. for rent, do they, for your rent, does like the landlord just come around with a collection plate?
1: <laughs> no because i don't have that much cash on me at any time does the landlord just, ask you to but, come into his office and like touch you and stuff no no this oh. is a this is a Episcopal church what i don't know eat, what that means does that mean does that mean they, they only eat fish no it means the the landlord is currently a woman she's the priest yeah uh, before that the landlord was uh a a, a priest she is a woman of the cloth. I cannot look at yeah, her like look, that. Look at a cloth. <laughs> this is really
2: bad. Listen, Jeremy, <laughs> just just tell yes. us. Just tell us. Is she a cutie or what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not it not not my cup of uh Jesus wine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I gotta tell you, Jeremy, there's a lot of things you've been saying. Uh first was hello cats and kittens. I almost ended the interview right there. Uh
1: yeah. Hey, do you guys know... Uh, uh, who drinks Jesus Might not have cups? <laughs> I don't know. I'm losing it, you guys. I told you, I'm losing it. Yeah.
2: It, I feel we all kind of been losing it. Like, it's... Yeah. It's... I don't know. It gets weird.
1: I almost I mean, feel... You, you... What's up? You've been stuck longer than anyone, right? Because you've been in, like, self-quarantine before they made everyone go into quarantine. Who, me? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but you know what? Like... I, <sighs> First of all, I'm a homebody. Like even when we go out to work stuff, I'm like, all right, I gotta go, guys. But like even me, I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is like I went to the store the other day to get some stuff. I was like, this is a, an unusual treat. But uh, <laughs> yeah, getting a little cooped up in here.
2: See, I'm very much the same way. Like I've like I've always been shocked. Like when it comes to like women. Like I've never gone. I've never been like, oh, I'm gonna go to this bar and fucking meet a girl, because I hate people. Like I hate, you know. Right. Like I like my people, my friends, but to just yeah. go to like, like any time we've just gone like with friends to so like a bar or something like that. I'm just like, man, there are way too many people here. Like it's just, and even like that. Like when we go out to things, like at work or just things in general. It's like all right, I really just want to go back to the hotel or like when we were, like when we were in Vegas and we would go out to like fucking restaurants and bars and stuff. It's like, all right, this is fun, but you know what else is fun? Going back to the hotel and occasionally going down to grab a slice of pizza.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, it was like, where are we going now? It's like nowhere, bro.
2: Yeah. On the cruise, on the cruise, that was like the one thing where it's like, all right, what are you going to do now? It's like, I don't know, man, let's just hang out in the buffet
3: or yeah, or let's just the most fun.
2: Yeah, let's just hang out on the deck and do nothing.
3: But well cuz like how how rarely do you get to I mean I I guess now you got plenty of time but like how many times do you get to just sit and not do anything, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean yeah. that I think that come that comes with age where like a vacation is where you do sit and do nothing. Yeah.
3: No, I agree. What One of the best vacations we ever had, like I won a vacation to Puerto Vallarta and literally like oh, the favorite thing my wife and I did, we just sat and like stared at people on the beach.
2: How did you win a vacation? Because I always see things where it's like, win a vacation, but I just assume that's oh. all like rigged or not rigged, but like well,
3: fake. It's kind, of, it's kind of a long story. I'll condense it. I don't know if I've told this before, but I went on a cruise on the Royal Caribbean and with my family, and um this one guy walked up to me and he had like a clipboard. He looked like he was from the cruise, and he was like, How much do you weigh? And I was like, Oh, I was like, at the time it was like 330 or something. I was like, Why? He's like, You're gonna be in the belly flop contest. I was like, What? No. And then like, you know, my wife and my kids, and then like my in laws were like, do it, don't be a pussy. I'm like, all right, it's fine. So <clears throat> We, he he's like, all right, it's time. So we all gather up, and there's like a line that he formed, and very clearly, he set up the line from smallest and skinniest to biggest and fattest. And I was at the very end of the line, so I was like, oh, this is the worst. So I'm sitting there, and there's all these guys in board shorts with like eight packs, like trying to do backflips into the pool, and they're not making very many splashes because you know they're they're tiny little soy boys. And it's getting up and up and finally we're getting to the dad bods and they're trying their best. And then right, right in front of me, there was this guy, uh, I think he was like an Italian guy, some European guy. He had a speedo, very similarly shaped to me, but a little bit smaller, covered in hair front to back and like a thin gold chain with a medallion on it. Right. And like every morning he would be out on the pool deck they would have like like zumba things where they'd be like oh step and do you know he's dancing with the old ladies and he was just hamming it up so everyone on the boat loved him so he gets up to do his routine and he's fucking he's milking the crowd and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna have to really pull something out of my ass to like beat this guy so he does it they cheer for him and then i come up i'm the last guy and I just do this whole thing. I take off my shirts. I'm swinging it around. I'm like, you know, making amorous gestures towards all the ladies on the deck. And then I get down and I start doing push ups in the kiddie pool. So, like, my gut is just like, slamming into the water, splashing. And, <laughs> and the crowd is loving it. And then I finally did like this I did like an Eddie Guerrero frog splash into the pool, gigantic fucking splash. And then I won. And so they gave me a gold medal. I was the Royal Caribbean belly flop champion. And then like I was on all the things on the boat. Like, you know, they had like little screens and stuff. And uh they put me on the DVD. Well, anyways, so that happened and then Q101. No, no, no. It was the mix. Sorry. The mix in Chicago with Eric and Kathy. They were doing a contest saying, Tell us your, your greatest victory story. And so I told that story. I got on. And then I won. And then what I won was a trip to Mexico for their chips dip and a Mexico trip thing. They, they do it every year. So I got to do belly flops for the show at this resort in Puerto Vallarta. Like I got to introduce the Neon Trees um, and the All American Rejects with a belly flop. And it, it was pretty great. So, but when I wasn't belly flopping and, and being a minor celebrity, it was just me and my wife sitting, and they were just giving us like drinks and stuff. Well, you know, my wife was imbibing on the alcohol, and I was drinking sodas. But we would just sit and stare at the beach, and it was the best. I had never—that's my heard, story.
2: I'd never heard of that story. I'm, <laughs> I'm shocked that like, well, did they ever ask you for proof? And you were like, "Yeah, I won this contest." Or were they just like, eh, sure."
3: Uh, I brought my medal. I still, I have it somewhere now. I brought my medal, but, um, no. Oh, I also had to do, so here's another strange thing. So they they liked my segment. So they said, Hey, every year we do a wet t-shirt contest. So there's a guy on the mix called, uh, uh, whip. His name's his real name is Brian, but he's whip. He's like kind of their sidekick. And he does a, he does a wet t-shirt contest. So it was me, this guy whip and this other guy that was built like a Greek God. He was just like tan. His head was shaved and just ripped out of his gourd. And so <laughs> we're doing this belly flop contest. And, you know, Whip, who's part of the show, gets a good reaction. I got a pretty good reaction. And then it goes to this muscle guy who they think is going to do like a sexy strip tease. And he stops everything. He goes, I just want to say my best friend died last night. <laughs> and, and I love him. <laughs> and he's just total bummer and we're like what the hell he's like and I just want to say (laughs) I miss him so much it was a motorcycle accident and you know I don't want to make light of it because you know it sucks but like it's like now's not the time dude and he's he's openly weeping and then I'm looking at Whip and he's like Jesus Christ what's this guy doing and then after he says his piece they're like oh all right," and then they dump water on him and he starts stripper dancing (laughs) (laughs) I was like what but so like the belly flop so those of you that know me i'm a pretty fat guy and i don't want to say i'm sensitive about it but i can be a little sensitive at times definitely sensitive during the belly flop thing i was like oh my god but one i gotta you know clearly they pick because i'm fat and then two i gotta like extra chris farley it up (laughs) you know well
2: because it's also you don't want to be like you know, it's one thing to be like, hey, yeah, I'm a bigger guy, but it's another thing for someone to be like, oh, hey, you're a bigger guy. I'm going to exploit this.
3: Yeah. Well, and, and I always, you know, I have a unique perspective. Of, like you ever see someone on like a sitcom and clearly their role in the sitcom is fat, ugly person. Yeah. How would you like to be the how would you like to be the actor that was called for that? We think you'd be perfect for the ugly, fat nerd guy. It's like, oh.
2: that's how I I think about that all the time like whenever yeah like it's that whenever there's like a TV show where like you're the ugly hillbilly yeah
3: (laughs) and (laughs) like
2: sure maybe maybe it's good that like oh you can um,
3: make money off of it you can make
2: money off that but like at the same time like that's gotta be a little bit deflating for you know like your ego or even like yeah how you feel because everyone's just telling you like oh hey like Ooh, you'd be perfect for this role. Oh, what role is it? Uh, The ugly, you know, the ugly mother.
3: Oh. Oh, Oh, do you want me to play King Lear? No, you're the ugly, toothless hillbilly. You're like, oh, what?
2: Yeah, like, so. It's it's things like that where it's just like, uh, that's, that's, it's gotta be a little deflating.
3: Yeah. But, yeah, so that's how I got, that's how I won my trip to uh, Mexico.
1: Best trip ever.
2: Jeremy, any contests you've won?
1: Um, I mean, I feel like every day I wake up, I win the contest of life. Well, um, I get it
2: because of your white privilege,
1: Jesus, Jeremy. Hey, I, I didn't choose to be born this way. Um,
2: oh, just like gay people did because it's it's not a choice.
3: Oh come on, man, Jeremy. come on, dang! This, this is, is not- why, Bruno. This is why I said we shouldn't have him on the show.
2: I know. We should have had, you know what, we should have had Michael. Michael was here earlier. Michael was with his family. I don't know if they're still here. Um, he, or er, Monica got locked out of the office and, like, her car keys were there. So Michael was here. He had to go home and get her her extra set of car keys and come back here.
3: He to I didn't I, get off his phone.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, he, because I, I, I ran to the store to, uh, I Well, like I mentioned, I'm living up here and, you know, so I had to buy a carbon monoxide detector, a fire extinguisher, which I don't know how to use. I guess you just pull a pin and then, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: And then I bought this ladder, which in case, which I'm going to have to test it out, which I'm really fucking nervous about. I'll probably wait till someone else is here. So like in in case I fall, um, but it's, you know, in case there's a fire and I can't take the staircases and I need to climb out of one of the the
3: office (laughs) windows yes treehouse style
2: yeah literally that like he when ryan was like oh yeah you need a, uh, um you need to get this like rope ladder i literally sent him a picture of a treehouse i was like that one and he sent me which was funny because like when i went to home depot uh the one over here by the shop which i don't like to go to because uh i have an ex-girlfriend that works there and i'm just like ah, oh, it's weird but i went there and i was like hey like, I asked the, the, some guy who was just like, oh, do you need help with anything, sir? I was like, can you tell me where this aisle is? He's like, oh, you're you're standing in it. I'm like, oh, all right, well, where the fuck are your emergency ladders? And he was like, "I've what? And he's like, oh, I've never seen this. And, like, you could tell the box was, like, a little, like, it, like it'd like it been there for a minute. So I definitely oh. wanna test out that ladder because if I die, Jeremy's going to have to take over as co-host and, you know. It's gonna have to price.
3: become political podcast about how much he hates certain group. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, it's what
1: it's what, what? brings in the viewers. <laughs>
2: hey, sure thing, Alex Jones.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what You should get uh, a fire hose right out the window, not a
3: fire a fire pole. A fire, you know, open yeah. the window and Slide down like Batman.
2: Dude, where are we where, was it? You who was saying we should have talked Ryan into putting in one of those?
3: I might have said that. I'm. I'm a big advocate for fire poles. It might
2: have been you or it might have been Nick who said, like, we should. But then I was like, no, because you know what would have happened is
3: Matthew. You'll missed.
2: Well, Matthew, oh, yeah. Michael's son, he would have been like, he would have seen that. And then every time he's here, he'd bother Michael by like, oh, I want to go on that. I want to go on that.
3: Yeah, And then he would get like French fry grease all over <laughs> it with his hands and stuff. <laughs> Well, like, I just feel it like it's always seven fries in his face.
2: See, but no, it's it's also good that we don't have it because then all, like, the wrestling students would also want to, everyone would just always want to use it. They would have to come up here yeah. to, like, my living then all club. the strippers
3: that you have coming over, they're doing a routine from the top of the ceiling all the way down to the floor. And you're like, that's yeah, cool, but, like, have you seen my Funko
2: Pops? Well, do you want to look at my WWE chairs? I have several WWE oh. chairs.
3: This one's from
2: the Royal Rubble two years ago. <laughs> and this one is uh, Jeremy, why don't, why don't you so do you have no stories of winning any contests? I feel bad. It's you know, you were supposed to be the the guest for this particular segment, but for the most part it's just been David yeah, and I speaking.
1: And I, I hogged yeah, the whole cut, thing. Just cut out everything that I didn't say, um, and then create a separate episode. So then there's just like a bunch of non sequitur statements from me. Yeah, and you're to like, make it look like I really drove into madness. Yeah, was that like what was that about a cup of Jesus
3: wine? It's like, never. Yeah, been. exactly. Well, exactly.
2: So we've, as of this recording, we've got, you know, like we're we're like it was supposed to be one episode. So that's the problem with Dave yeah. and I is Dave and I love to talk.
3: Um, we so are It
2: was supposed to be one episode with like several segments, but as of now, we've got probably enough content for several episodes. So,
3: <laughs> so. No, I'm well. So. We should ask. We should ask Jeremy about his his opinion on WrestleMania.
2: Okay, sure. Yeah, that's kind of been the ongoing Thanks. theme. Uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. It's still going on. They've already recorded it. I've been looking for spoilers because I want to spoil it. Like, yeah, as shitty as it is, I'm like, well, listen, like this WrestleMania is gonna suck. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather just know. I'd rather know yeah. how bad it is. Like, in. So there was supposed to be like this, this tag team match between Street Profits and uh, Andrade and Angel Garza. Uh, Andrade supposedly got injured, and so he's out of it. So they replaced, instead of just canceling the match, which, first off, the match didn't make any sense because uh, Andrade and Angel Garza as a tag team had just lost the prior week to Rey Mysterio and Alberto Carrillo. No, that was like two weeks ago. They lost to Umberto Carrillo and Rey Mysterio, and then Andrade loses to Rey Mysterio. So, and then the next week they're like, "Oh well, now he's in a tag team title match at WrestleMania." Yeah. And like, like, listen, I get it. Rey Mysterio's being fucking quarantined, so he can't make it to WrestleMania, and you're not gonna like, you know, you make do with what you can. But they replace they replace uh, Andrade with with uh, with Austin Theory from nxt
1: yeah makes no sense makes no sense
2: completely out of nowhere i'm just like what and sorry for any and listen any of you listening this has been reported on many sites so sorry if that's groundbreaking and i sorry if i ruined the street profits tag team title match at wrestlemania for you i I honestly and sincerely do apologize
3: but can i just tell you also like I I caught a clip of SmackDown, and it was like empty. And I guess they were trying to build up Roman Reigns versus uh Goldberg,
2: which they're still advertising.
3: Yeah, which is clearly not happening. But like, it was so creepy. It was Goldberg staring at him to dead sight. Like you could hear the buzz of the electronics in the in the fucking arena. You hear it like, Zzzz. well, did you see? And the, it was just. Did you see huh? the
2: video where you could hear the director like? Uh, jump over to the, the shoulder shot, uh, you know, a wide shot of this shot, that shot. Oh. Like,
3: yeah. You would think like a company like that would know how to do some TV. I mean, that's all they want. Like, they don't want to be a wrestling... Co- okay, let's not get negative, but they don't want to be a wrestling company. They want to be a TV production company, right? And so like, mm. you have all these people that have worked on
1: sitcoms and stuff. Like, they should know how to do stuff like this. Yeah, don't but I know? mean, what to their def- like defense... They have had to record, like, eight episodes of wrestling in the last, like, week. Yeah. They don't have the post-production time, at least for the last few, that a sitcom does. Like, a sitcom records two months before it airs. So they can edit all that stuff out. However, I I, I will posit a different argument.
3: You watch WrestleMania... And by the time the main event match ends, they have a four-minute montage with music, including the main event match. Done, and so it, like it. these guys, yeah, these guys know how to edit stuff on the fly.
1: Well, maybe the people so. that do that are quarantined at home. That could be. That's okay, why this, gonna, they're not essential. This, this just postpone WrestleMania. This, this, this is where
3: like something like Matt Hardy in the WWE. This would have been great. Just do Hardy, House Hardy stuff. You know what I mean? Like stuff that doesn't have to be on site and like, you know, Matt Hardy's crazy and he he doesn't care. He'll he'll do whatever he wants in his backyard. Um, And they just, you know, I feel like WWE right now, they're suffering from like accumulation of all the bad decisions they've made over the last five years. Now they're getting hit with it really bad. And like this WrestleMania thing's kind of like the crown jewel of it, you know, no pun
1: intended. but Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it might. This might drive Vince McMahon to have a lot less say in his own company, because mm-hmm. now what's going to happen is like he has investors. He has to please, mm-hmm. and if this and company, Fox. this, if this really breaks WWE, if like people just don't care about it anymore, and like ratings really tank after this, like he doesn't have the. He's not going to have this WWE or this WrestleMania um influx of cash that he usually has that he can show them like oh look at all this look at all these uh network subscribers look how much money we brought in he doesn't have that anymore so now he has to rely on what he's doing and how he's kind of dealt with this and how he's dealt with it has been this kind of not good wrestling show um yeah and that's all he has to show the investors and the investors can be like well, Now there's another company that has had the same issues and seemed to kind of manage it a little bit better. Um, why can't you, this billionaire who's been in this industry for so long, kind of keep up with that? So right. we'll see. He's gonna to have to answer them.
3: I see. Yeah, you know,
2: but I, I've, I, I just think it. You know, like you have an old senile man running everything there's there, he has too many yes men surrounding him you know no, yeah. one, no one's gonna be like no vince this this actually isn't a smart idea that's not how we should approach this actually what we should do is because they would never they would never just never get through that sentence and i don't know man like i just
3: like i well and they always some people say like vince likes a challenge but i don't think that's true maybe no. maybe from certain people but like you, you couldn't be a writer in the room, and you couldn't be like, "This is ridiculous." He'd say, "You're fired. Get out." You, know, you know what yeah. I mean?
1: I think he he probably likes a challenge, but he likes to win the challenge.
3: Yeah, like, he he likes the hunt as long as he gets the trophy at the end. You know?
1: Yeah. Which I mean is is human nature. I I totally understand that, but, and you own a billion dollar business, you have other people to kind of answer to.
2: It just bums me out because, like. I, I would always, like, look forward to WrestleMania. That was always one of, like, my favorite, you know, times. Like, this this was the first year that I didn't – I wasn't planning on going to, you know, the the host city and, and watching it there live. And, like, it's just – I don't know. To me, it just kind of, like –
3: The last couple of years have been, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, like, I, I – so I was listening to uh, uh, friends of the show, Davey Portman and Braden Harrington. They were doing a review on just, like, the WrestleMania main events of like the last few years and Davey like he proposed that 31 or 30 or no 31 yeah the one that was in uh like California the last one was in California where Seth cashes in on uh Roman Reigns he was like that was probably like the last like good mania you know yeah especially with one with like a good main event where it left you like holy shit what's next because after that you had the one in Dallas with Triple H and Roman Reigns, and that main event sucked. And then you have Roman yeah. Reigns versus Undertaker, I think, and that sucks. Or Undertaker versus Brock, or Roman, or it's like bro, it's just you know, like WWE's like the last yes.
3: several years have been like the same main event, like but like three different ways.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think it's it well, it's kind of so. I, let me posit this to you guys. You know, like it's always been said that. Ninsick Man was, like, hurt after The Rock and Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and, like, Stone Cold, like, when they all left. You know, they all moved on and, and left. Yeah. And Cena was kind of, like, the last person that got, like, that monster push and that they really helped, like, develop, you know? And so yeah. no one's been, like, the man. I mean, Randy Orton, I guess, to an extent, you know, but you even saw it with, like, Punk and Brian where they – didn't let them be the man you know they gave them a little bit but not too much they always kind of seemingly pulled the rug from underneath them and so it's just like you know like vince doesn't want to make superstars anymore because he's just afraid they're all going to leave him. but in 10 years you know 10 15 years from now you won't be able to have like
3: like nostalgia matches yeah
2: because (laughs) there's you know you didn't make any stars you know, like X Pac or fucking Scott Hall show up, and it's like, oh fuck, oh my god. Who's yeah.
3: Well, and that's the thing. All, all the all the nostalgia guys they bring out are the same ones every time, and they're clearly getting older. And that's not like I was kind of happy when Goldberg came back, but like I don't want to see him beating the top superstar in eight seconds. It's just not like yeah. Goldberg's in great. Listen. I'm not going to tell anyone Goldberg's not in great shape, you know, but like, you know, he, 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 you can't imagine that this guy's been out of the game for 10 years. And then you tell everyone this old guy that you haven't seen for a while that hasn't wrestled for like 10 years, he can beat the top guy that we have in the company. No problem. And then when you keep doing stuff like that, when you, when you bury like Kofi Kingston or, you know, some people don't like Bray Wyatt, but you, you take Bray Wyatt and you make him look like a, like an idiot. And then, eventually, when his short little run ends, he's like, "Oh, my son got to see me do what I did. Now I'm going to go do build muscle cars or whatever." Now you've got this guy that looks like an idiot that lost in eight seconds, and nobody believes in him anymore. You know, that's their problem, and they keep doing that over and over and over again. You know? And I, I, think you're you starting to see people get sick of it in the company. Like, I get that vibe from like Rusev. Rusev's kind of sick of it. Um, Bray Wyatt will make allusions to it in Twitter. Um, even people like the revival, they're like, "This is I I got to get out," you know. So
2: they made Ricochet into a loser.
3: Yeah, they they made people that were like headlining like wrestling news are just foot or, or like what you said, Berto. You were so excited for the AJ, you know, Shinsuke match, and it was a it was a stinker.
2: <laughs> Wor- worst two thousand dollars I've ever spent. I
3: spent, yeah, and, and I went. I, when could you have ever said that 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 wouldn't have been a perfect match ever, except for they're now in the WWE. You know,
2: you know what I, you know what I could have done with that money? Anything else but fucking go down to <laughs> New Orleans and have seen that. But yeah, so we're getting negative. We're, so. we're getting a little negative. Uh, Jeremy, will oh man been going on for a while now you see as it keeps happening but the thing is yeah. we keep talking to our friends yeah. and you know it's i don't know it's, it's just it's fun yeah i don't know i mean maybe maybe we might release a bunch of these as like mini episodes you know but not really count them as a like full-fledged episode i
3: don't know um, what is going on
2: yeah, just in yeah, every day what is going on back there jeremy
3: are you burying someone uh, no comment.
1: Were you just karate kicking someone? No. This when you live in an older place, if anyone's moving around, it makes a lot of noise.
2: You know what? Yeah, but like,
1: but were they were they zip tied to a wooden chair and trying to escape? <laughs> That's what it sounded okay.
3: like. Hey, uh,
1: maybe we should end this right here. Just you it
3: before not, they uh, out the window.
1: <laughs> let's
3: <laughs> let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs>
1: Oh man! Ahead, no, but you should really you should release these um, just the little ones once every day for this entire week.
3: I mean, maybe. maybe. And
1: then it'll be like episode.
3: What, what do we have? Thirty-five.
2: Next week's this Monday's episode. Oh, will be yeah, 35. you just
3: it just will be thirty-five point one, thirty-five point two.
2: I mean, we could. I, I'm I'm pretty sure. I you know I I can figure it, figure it out on the uh, the old
3: or we just have one really long anthology.
2: I mean, it would probably be like a four-hour one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh man, that's fine. We can Absolutely. we can cut Jeremy's for time.
2: Behave, yeah, just cut down. cats and kittens. Best
3: five minutes. <laughs> you just say "Hey, cats and kittens," and then we'll put like a like a dial tone, like like we hung up on them. <laughs> I'm like, enough of that nonsense. Yeah,
1: that's fine. Yeah, I'm still getting paid for this, right? No.
2: Sorry, cats and kittens, you're not getting paid.
1: Oh
2: no! Well, Jeremy. Well, we haven't seen you in weeks. We yep. miss you. Yeah, we miss you. When we we're no, like oh we non-essential. people. What's up?
1: non essential
2: at barstool keys. You're essential to us.
3: Don't, listen, don't talk when Berto's talking. Okay, <laughs> now Berto, back to you.
2: You're essential to us. I mean, you were. Oh
3: yeah, but uh, <laughs> what I say?
2: <laughs> uh, Jeremy, cousin Jeremy. I don't know when we'll see you again, cousin Jeremy, but, uh, best believe that we're doing some more of these little mini pods, mini episodes. Uh, we'll definitely have you on because it is always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, yeah. And listen, we can do like a whole Westworld episode now that I'm caught. Well, I I still have the, the last two new episodes to see Dave. Have you seen those?
3: Uh, yes.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, Jeremy, you've seen them.
1: Yep. I'm caught up.
2: So I've only seen the first one, but, uh, my review of season two not a fan of Dolores uh,
3: I hate Maeve oh.
2: Maeve and Dolores yeah it was just very compelling characters in season one not season two but to hear more about that you'll have to listen to our Westworld mini pods where we'll talk about that yeah. because I know some people listening haven't seen it all and they might be interested in watching it and yeah. I listen I enjoyed season one and two Season three. Yeah. First episode. Not so much. Not a fan of it. You know, again, mostly because, you of know what I do recommend? Artists.
3: You know what I do recommend? If you're trying to binge watch something and you're looking for something new on HBO or HBO go or HBO now, any of the HBOs really, uh, Barry.
2: I've heard of, I've, I've heard Barry. Frank, Ugh. Frank was raving about Barry. That's what he was watching yeah. when he and I went to San Diego. Um,
3: Barry's great, and they're tight, like little thirty-minute episodes, so you can you can watch a bunch of them. There's only two seasons right now, but um, you know, I I first watched it a couple years ago. I was like, this isn't for me, and then like I just started again. I was like, what was I thinking? This show is great. So if you love uh, Bill Hader, you're gonna love this show.
2: All right, any show recommendations yep. from you, Jeremy?
1: Uh, right now, I'm actually watching Dragon Ball Z, um, so that's what I'm doing, which is like. 8,000 episodes, so... What No, Taku nerd you are. Hey,
3: sorry. Oh, that's what I love about you.
1: <laughs> All right, well, with
2: that, yeah, no. Well, with uh, that, we'll leave the anime pervert, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, thank you for appearing on the show, and <laughs> oh, uh, we'll hopefully have you And on. Tiger King. You are not the Tiger oh, King. i
3: Tiger King. Yeah, we, we, Tiger. we will never refer to you as the Tiger King.
2: <laughs> we will Why? never refer to you as the Tiger King. Uh, But all right, Jeremy, thank you for joining us and we'll
1: say hi to your landlord.
2: Yeah. Say hi to your landlord for us.
1: I will. (laughs) All right. Bye. Stay safe. Stay safe, you guys. (laughs) And everyone out there, stay safe.
2: Thank you again to Cousin Jeremy for that and who knows if there's if there's a demand for it then possibly we'll we'll do another bonus episode in the future where we just sit around talking westworld because i don't know about you did you watch this uh last week's episode or sunday i did i did Uh,
3: yeah i definitely
2: i definitely have some have some thoughts have some ideas have some feels uh and I mean unless there's you know I don't know How many of our listen uh, Listen, ac- According to the ratings a lot of pe- no, There's not a lot of people watching Westworld this season Compared to the last uh, right. You know the last two Seasons but I don't know You know maybe we'll do a full on Scrump and Stinks movie corner episode and Just talk that you know yeah, man. Who knows the world is our oyster There's a lot of things yeah. to talk about uh, Which I guess Would lead to uh, the next part Where we mentioned that you know we did a lot of interviews and we were we were going to save these, but we figured let's let's spoil let's spoil the the boys and girls at home. Uh, we're going to release another bonus
3: episode. Yeah. yeah, how about that? Two bonus episodes in one week. Yeah.
2: How yeah? How about them apples? So keep your eyes out uh, for the feed. Either uh, Friday at the earliest, Saturday at the latest, we'll be dropping another episode featuring again some more former. You know, former guests, for some friends of the show. Uh we have Wes Allen who we interviewed back when we uh did our live show at the horror house. Um yep. you know, I I I I have one parent right now, you know. We'll have one parent every week who can, you know, sort of talk about what it's like to kind of have to homeschool your child through this pandemic. Uh oh. and, and you know, so I, I asked Wes as well because it's just you know, it's interesting hearing from different, like, people with kids about how they've essentially just kind of have to school, you know, school their kids at home. Because I, I don't think you – know, I think the school year is
3: done, you know? It's got to be at this point.
2: Yeah, like, I can't – I mean, Peyton's, what, seventh grade? Uh, Actually, what grade is she? I think she's
3: seventh – yeah, she's seventh grade, yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, so – I think she's done with 7th grade, which will definitely make for an interesting, you know.
3: Uh, I, I mean, as a pa- as a parent, listen, at 7th grade, I don't think they're, they're going to be learning anything online that they're going to remember for next year anyways. Do you remember um, anything
2: you learned in 7th grade?
3: Oh, half the stuff she asked me, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but also, I mean... On the flip side, it's really, really shitty for the graduates this year. Yes. I know a couple of parents that are like, is school coming back? You know, I don't know about you, but my, my senior year I spent, you know, I had all my credits done, so I I took a bunch of dummy classes, like extra gyms and stuff, just to hang out with my friends. And so that's important when you're a senior, and a lot of people can't do that now. So
2: Yeah, it's definitely a bummer. Like, I had a great time you know, like eighth grade from like eighth grade to senior year. I like I know a lot of, there's a lot of people who are just like, Oh, I didn't enjoy it for, for one reason or another, but I had a great time and you know, much like you, I took all the classes I needed to take so that come senior year, I had all electives, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that's just the fun of it. But um, yeah, so, so we'll have, you know, our buddy Wes on, he comes on and then uh we had we had these two guests a little bit more recently but um two of our favorite wrestlers uh in Kylie Ray and Isaiah Velasquez uh wanted to talk to them and again that one you know much like uh every interview was said hey yeah you have an extra 10 you know 10 minutes to talk Turned into uh, a lot more than ten minutes. So yeah, yeah. Friday, Friday we will have them back. Um, and again, it's just you know we we love we love providing content for you. Like if David and I could do this, you know, on a, on a Joe Rogan basis where we do it every day, oh, oh we totally,
3: poor show. yeah, we,
2: yeah. To, we totally would. You know, I would plug the shit out of uh, you know Yeti mugs and fucking Bridge Wallet, yeah, Blue Chew, not fucking Omaha yeah. Steaks because.
3: You know. Because they don't like us for some reason.
2: Yeah. You know, they they become they've become the Lord Voldemort of this podcast, you know, they who <laughs> yeah. must not be
3: named. Yeah. Uh, but yeah,
2: you know, so hopefully hopefully come Friday you guys aren't tired of hearing our voices because uh we definitely enjoy talking to all you guys. So yeah. yeah, you know, that'll be that. And uh as we mentioned next week we we were hoping to get Dr. Sean Barkin, brother of Ryan Barkin, owner of Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, so he, you know, come on here and kind of just talk about what's going on in the world with that, you know, talk a little bit about what's like growing up with, you know, with Ryan and what it's, cause I'm pretty sure I, I got to double check my facts, but I'm pretty sure he was the first ho- printer that they technically hired. So that's also a little bit fun too. You know, he's a uh, yep. part of the PWT family. Um, so yeah, you know, thank you guys for joining us again for the second time this week for sticking all the way around through this, but, Unfortunately, I and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but appears that I've run out of things to say.
3: And uh, me too. My I want to rest my throat for Friday, so I got nothing else to say either.
2: All right. Well, uh, for the PWT cast uh, bonus episode this week, uh, I've been Scrum, and this is Stank, and this is friend of the show Kenny Omega.
0: Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say, and so. Well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. bang.